with your animation archaeologists, Jacob and Michael. Hey everybody, it's Back in Tunes, and we're continuing our conversation on dead animation studios from, uh, well, some of it's before we were born, some of it is uh, as I was a kid, but I think most of this is going to be defunct by the time Jacob was born. Um, so the, Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did the two Hanna-Barbera's, obviously Hanna-Barbera's gone. Uh, we're talking about doing Filmation soon, and uh, some other studios that went defunct, like Ruby Spears. Uh, like I said, this is probably the last year um, of Back in Tunes to so just kind of do a big wrap-up episode. So we're not getting boiled down, unless it's a really, really good cartoon that we've missed. Um, so just give me a heads up, in the next year we'll be doing Back in Tunes and Comics on Infinite Earths, and our movie stuff. It's all going to be rolled into one show, because frankly, I don't have as much time. I can't believe I've carried this on for five years. You, uh, you probably think it's strange that I do this so much. It's like an OCD, I think. Just a little bit strange. You just gotta calm down a bit. Please, just Michael. a little bit. Gotta wiggle just it. A just bit. a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just like a worm crawling out from the ground. Just wiggling uh, out, just little by little, eating all those nutrients, and then snap! Yeah, it's uh, originally, <laughs> originally, five years ago when we started this, we did Back in Tunes, and we did a show called Retro Rocket Entertainment where we just gathered up all the information, you know, it celebrated anniversaries, stuff like that, and... Uh, it's a terrible fucking name. I don't know what I was thinking. Retro Rock Entertainment. No one cared. But I got I got a good title. Hopefully no one takes it. But uh, from here on out, though, we're, we're still talking about cartoons. And this episode, we're discussing the dead studio, De Patty Freeling, which a lot of you, unless you are my age or older, you have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Had you heard I of this studio? Know. Did you know anything about this studio? No, only... Till after the, I realized the cartoons that they did. I mean, like uh, Spider Woman and Fantastic Four with Herbie. No human, no human torch. No, because no. everyone was afraid that the kids would light themselves on fire just to recreate that shit. <laughs> you, know. Know what's, you know what's weird <laughs> is, if I remember correctly, Herbie shows up in the comics for a short run where he goes psycho and he starts attacking them, and they're like, oh, "Yeah," God. and I think they fucking destroyed Herbie. I can't remember. But I do, I do recall him being in the comics and thinking that was a strange choice. But, you know, the, the people who are watching the cartoons are like, where's Herbie? And uh, I'm sure the fans of the comic were like, where's Human Torch? That, yeah, that's a weird anomaly. This is, uh, that Fantastic Four is going to lead into the next evolution to Patty Freeling, which we'll bring up at the end of this episode. But let's kind of start at the beginning. This yes. is after Rewind. Warner Brothers basically shut down their division. And yes, Ooh. they would license out you know they did the daffy duck uh road or not roadrunner uh uh speed, speed gonzalez oh so they did those cheapo cartoons for a few years and um i think they did a few animated specials but for the most part they shut down the studio and then like in the late 70s they said hey why don't we package up all these cartoons and with wraparound sequences and throw them into the theaters and see what happens and the first one was a big hit you know so that they've kind of abandoned it but they have these little spurts where they bring back the characters again, like we had Space Jam and we had Back in Action, stuff like that. But, like I said, in the 60s, studio ended, and we have uh, – uh, Frizz Freeling went off and created his own studio and got hired to do the animated opening to Pink Panther, which is great. It's not the best. I think the one that Richard Williams did for Return of the Pink Panther is much, much better. Right. 
uh, mainly having to do with um, like the original Pink Panther. I think it was later. It is pretty sure it's Return of the Pink Panthers when they started bringing in Clouseau. But that was such a hit, they got hired to do animated shorts before the movies, back when that was a thing. Yes. Um, I mean, yes, we've had the novelty of the Roger Rabbit and a few here and there, but uh, through the 60s and early 70s, we had Pink Panther original cartoons in, in front of movies. And we had uh, Inspector Clouseau even got his own series for a few years. Um, oh, the Inspector. Yeah. Um, those are probably the two most popular, and people tend to remember those. Ant and the Aardvark is one that I really remember. I think even so, it says here it only went for three years. I remember that's probably the most popular of the other ones that they did. Yes, because I think I do remember them. Um, when uh, Pink Panther was like kind of rebooted in like the early '90s, I want to say. Yeah. I know they were doing something with the Pink Panther. I remember watching it, and Ant and Aardvark were involved. The uh... The end the Aardvark. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to remember the comedian that did that. Uh, he had his own show on Canadian TV show called Bizarre. Damn it. Uh, oh, 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 John Biner, um, who was famous ah. for being in a commercial where they said, hey, I look 60 years old, but with all this Botox injection and skin peels, I look eh, 58. I spent $10,000 to look two years younger. All right. That sounds great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but John Biner did clearly doing a Jackie Mason voice for the Aardvark. You know Jackie Mason from Caddyshack 2? Yes, of course. I remember him. I'm telling you right now, I swear, Mitch Hedberg takes his entire way of talking from that ant. Hey, man, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> I always like to chat. And I always wonder what fried beans to try like, because that way you wouldn't have to refry them again. <laughs> See, that sounds just like the ants. Now, apparently he's based on Dean Martin, but it, it, I don't really... I, well, I, I guess, I guess with his easy kind of boozy, hey, Pally, how's it going? Yeah, some like very subtle kind of a tone of voice, like yeah. when you watch a John Wayne movie. <laughs> the uh, but yeah, you listen to Mitch Hedberg, and you're like, holy shit, that sounds like the ant. The um, we talked about this a few years ago when we did our Pink Panther episode. That uh, one of my fondest yet strangest fucking memories as a kid. I want to say it was first grade. I got a horrible ear infection because Indiana, cold as shit, wind was blowing, I didn't cover my ears, and I got a horrible earache, and I was in bed, and I remember watching a marathon of the Pink Panther show. Mm. I can't remember which one exactly it is, I just know it opened up with Pink Panther and some big Pink Panther mobile, and driving around the streets, and he gets out like for some world premiere, something like that. Um... And I just I that's, think that was it's, one of the earliest incarnations. Why is that one of my fondest memories? I was in horrible pain, yet I always remembered the Pink Panther for that. <laughs> Strange. You, it's like you serenaded me through my pain, kind of. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, that's what it was. It, it brought me pleasure while I was in so much pain. It's some sort of BDSM kind of strange. <laughs> you can do whatever you want to me. You can whip me, chain me up, and just show me some cartoons. You're fucked up. I know, I know. As long as you're just up as the Pink Panther while you're at it. <laughs> using your tail as a whip. As you're using that chainsaw on me, just go, hey, pally. Ah! I'll get <laughs> like that out of that. I don't know. What are you going to do? That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I can't do I can't do the artwork voice, but... um. Now, the rest of them, I don't remember anything of. Maybe, bare minimum, a little bit of Tijuana Toads, which, in my opinion, is the worst of their theatrical. I can't believe this went on for so long. It's terrible. 
yeah, no, I kind of skipped that one. Um, like, uh, Roland and Ratfink is a love letter to old timey, like uh, kind of remind me a little bit of Dudley Do Right and uh, the Big Race, or no, the Great Race with um, Jack Lemon. Uh, it's just really cartoony, yes. but it's like turn of the century. That is probably my favorite of the bunch. It's legitimately funny and it's really great character design. Exactly. I know. I felt like I was watching George of the Jungle or something like that. Uh, as you mentioned, like Dudley Do Right, it was in that animation style. Yeah. The uh, the Blue Racer, I watched some. I literally have no memories of just talking snake. Um, uh, Hoot Clute. Yeah, it was brand new to me. Yeah, Hoot Clute. It had it was funny but terrible design. I was like, this is some serious awful shit right here. Yeah, I was like, eh, no, I couldn't really get into it. I did not have a hoot with that one. I was just kind of like more of a <laughs> meh. Uh, was good. And the last one is maybe the worst of the bunch. Uh, Dogfather. Unfunny, terrible design. They're at their end. They're just padding out whatever contract they had with MGM. Pretty much, yeah. It's like, uh, oh, well, let's, it, we're at the end of the rope. Screw it. Who cares? Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so other than that, they were supplementing themselves with uh, animated series. Now, you and I both watched the Super 6, and I thought it was friggin' rad. No, it was pretty dope. I mean, everybody else, it's like everybody in the Super Six was like all cool and like muscular, except there's just that one little uh, funny guy at the end. Oh god, I can't remember. But he would always like explode, and everything would always go wrong with him. He was the comedic effort. Yeah, I don't remember that one at all. Sorry. Yeah. But, but here's the cool thing: is they chose the heroes based on what power they needed. It's almost like Mission Impossible. It's just like, well, this particular hero is needed for you know whatever. Uh, uh, task is at hand, so you don't have all the stars at once. It was kind of like um, Justice League Task Force, where Martian Manhunter would put together. Or what's a show that we liked? Justice League Unlimited. It was kind of like yes. That. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly what it was like. I, and then they really show up a uh, big time with a certain situation. I mean, like in the first episode with Green Arrow when they first recruited him, he thought he was too small time, but lo and behold. He kicked that big robot's ass. Yeah. It's all based on uh, the needs of uh, whatever the situation is. Uh, yeah. Super President. I did not get to see Super President. Did you watch this one? I watched it briefly, and I was just like – it was like the latest Hellboy movie. I mean it was good first half, and then the second half was like, eh. Uh, you watched the new Hellboy. I heard nothing but bad things. Yikes. I mean, like I said, I like David Harbour and um, – Oh, gosh, Ian McShane. They were great. Great supporting cast, except Mila Jovovich just couldn't do it for me as the villain. She had, like, no enthusiasm, and some of the CG was bad, and the second half just kind of lost pace. Oh, fair. Oh, that sucks. So, yeah. Um, I know. There's some pretty good action. One, one through line on all the people uh, in these cartoons is Paul Freeze. Paul Freeze is probably my favorite. Well, that might not be true. But Paul Fries is a really great um, animated voice actor. Uh, did a lot of radio stuff. Most people know him as Boris from uh, Boris and Natasha. <laughs> uh, he is. Just tons of radio stuff. Did uh, narration. Um, I think we talked about him before in a previous episode. But he's just one of those very particular voices. Uh, he was also, um, you know, he would regularly do like TV and movie stuff. Um, Ted Cassie, is this who I think it is? Ted Cassie, isn't that his son from, uh, oh, they were wrong. I could have sworn Ted Cassie's son was on, uh, tick, tock, tick, tock. 
Damn, David Cassie. I thought he was David Cassie's dad, but I don't see that here. Oh. But he was Lurch? What? Ted Cassidy was Lurch on Adam's Family. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, don't get me wrong, but it's like, he, Lurch barely spoke. You rang. <laughs> um, I like you said, they probably just recorded him real quick and then just reused the sound bite. Yeah. <laughs> I did watch this one a little bit. Here Comes the Grump was, uh, it was okay. Um, it was I, a terrible theme song. Yeah, probably. Most of these have rough. Rip Taylor was the grump, dude. Rip, Rip, Rip Taylor. <laughs> I, always remember, I always remember Rip Taylor because he opens up the very first Bloodhound Gang uh, CD. And he goes, Bloodhound Gang, those hiney hobbits, those crotch goblins, they're terrible. <laughs> I can't believe it. What they're doing? This is ridiculous. And they just throw off his wig and just shake it all over the place. There's confetti everywhere. Do you remember he had a game show called the Dollar Ninety Eight Pageant, where the winner would get a dollar ninety eight cents? <laughs> no. It's awful. Oh, it is. That does sound awful. I also remember him from Wayne's World too. Oh man. He's like, what else do you see? A weird naked Indian. He can also see him, not just Wayne. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Jaws and Crazy Lakes Crane were uh, supplemental cartoons added to Pink Panther for when it went to television. They're fine. They're obviously TV quality, nothing great. Yeah, like in between, like that's where it belongs, pretty much. I did not watch Dr. Doolittle at all. Uh, Dr. Doolittle had its perks. I was like, mm, it's, pretty, it's cutesy, but I mean, I can only see it going one season. It's a one-time thing. Yeah, it is funny. Is Doctor Doolittle was such a huge. It was so expensive, and it didn't make its money back. It nearly put Fox out of business. And they made a cartoon as a reminder. Oh God, yeah! Don't do this again. Didn't you learn the last lesson? Hey, <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, um, I did not know Doctor Doolittle was that bad. Yeah, Barclays and Houndcats were pretty good. Not great, but they're better than anything Hanna Barbera was putting out this time. I thought Hanna Barbera was really phoning it in during the seventies. Oh, yeah, no, at that point, definitely. I think that's the problem. I think the problem with uh, Patty Freeling is they're not well-remembered because, A, their studio got bought out and changed, and most of their stuff was from a studio that went out of business. And now all their stuff is licensed out to Kino, which is a very expensive, like, specialty label company. And uh, you just don't see it on television anymore. Yes, Pink Panther is a household name, but everything else is not. I know, like you don't, you didn't see anything else take off. I mean, you see Ant and Aardvark appear in Pink Panther. Yeah. You know, but and that's been, about it. Yeah, there's been many iterations of Pink Panther. I remember there was Pink Panther and Sons somewhere in the '80s, and then there was uh, I remember Matt Brewer did one in the '90s where he was the voice of Pink Panther, which was weird. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, that must have been the one. But and then they relaunched it when the Steve Martin movie came out. But that's it, and it's really sad those Steve Martin ones kind of suck. Because, you know, I'm a huge, huge fan of Steve Martin. Oh, God, yes. Oh, yeah, Jackie Mason. He was also in The Jerk. Oh, that's right. Mr. Hardoonian. Yes, that's right. The, uh, the gas station owner. <laughs> you, better, you better watch out. He's going to put holes in you. <laughs> uh, I feel bad. Oh, I man. don't remember ever seeing Bailey's comments. I saw, like, an intro, and it looked pretty sweet, and I didn't get to watch it. Yeah, no, I couldn't find that one either. Okay, oddball couple. Um, I <laughs> mm, I loved it and I hated it. I think I loved it because I'm such a huge fan of the odd couple in the first place. I also hate it because oof, this is the end of the Patty putting out anything like really like good. 
Yeah, pretty much. It just felt very rough. Not as bad as the Battletoads, but still pretty oh, rough. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what's funny is I feel like I saw another Oddball Couple cartoon where they were in space. I'm sure that's a thing. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Just put it in space. That'll make it better. That's it. <laughs> that's the rules. Well, we're at the end of our run. Uh, uh, okay, so this is the one that I should love. I should love this because I'm obsessed with Planet of the Apes. Oh, yes. No, that was a good one, too. But you liked the Return of the Planet of the Apes cartoon? It's so stiff. Nothing happens. No, 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 no. I meant, like, Planet of the Apes. Oh, God. Yeah. No, this, yeah, no, I'm like... I felt like watching one of those old... um, Like, one of those old animated movies where it's like, you know, it's just a still, and then it's just, like, a live-action mouth moving. Yes. Or the character. Oh, That's exactly what it was. They're barely better than that. Oh, my God. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, but good stories. It's much closer to the book, though. There's there's a lot of things in there they couldn't achieve in the movie, and you're like, okay, I get that. That's that's a cool idea, but could you just put five more dollars into production? <laughs> yeah, just five bucks each episode. That's all you needed. <laughs> well, this is gonna be yeah. a, this is gonna be a mini sode, and I feel bad for anybody who's a huge fan of this because we're letting them down. But some of these cartoons are really hard to find, and I'm not shelling out the cash to to Kino for these. Um, uh, what's new, Mr. Magoo? This is when UPA was pretty much out of business. We discussed them years ago. Uh, probably one of the greatest unsung uh, groups ever to you know, innovate animation. Uh, Gerald McBoing Boing and Mr. Goo are the only two things they really had as characters. And you know, they licensed out. They got Jim Backus back. And you know, it's Magoo. If you like Magoo, you're going to love this. Of course, yeah. No, I mean, Mr. Magoo was like a Christian classic. Now, this like. is the turning point in De Patty Freeling is when they uh, they sold their studio to Marvel. And I think it's because their close relationship with uh, doing the new Fantastic Four and doing the Spider-Woman cartoon, that connected them. And I think it was time for Frizz to go back to Warner Brothers because that's when they started doing those animated specials for television and Mary the compilation movies. Yes, the Merry Melodies. And didn't they also do, like, the uh, Dr. Seuss specials? Like, the Lorax and Cat in the Hat? Um, actually, I've got to the special yet. Um, I think they did. I think they took oh, over because Chuck Jones stepped aside. But um, Spider-Woman is fucking rad, and I loved it. I and loved it. The new Fantastic Four is okay, but Spider-Woman, people need... I, I almost feel like there needs to be a separate episode because there's so much to cover. That's the Spider-Woman for a long time was tossed away. And she was replaced by the one in the white suit that was part of... Um, oh, West Coast Avengers? West Coast Avengers, thank you. Yeah, uh, and that's not the same one. Jessica... Oh, shit. What yeah. the hell is the name of Spider-Man? Jessica that's Drew. Jessica, Jessica Drew. I think I was at Jessica Jones, but that's not right. Um, Jessica right. Drew, yeah. And then they brought her back in the new Avengers. And she's a great character. She is not really part of the Spider-Man universe, which always throws people off. Oh, yeah, I know. It makes sense. I mean, she wasn't exact. Well, in the animated series, yeah, she was bitten by a poison spider. But her dad gave her the serum, which gave her the powers. Yeah. But in the comics, so, they're not really connected. I, I, there was a Spider-Woman car oh, uh, comic book for only like three or four years, and then it just disappeared. There's a lot yeah. of stuff from the 70s and 80s that Marvel just tossed away and ignored for a very long time. I mean, Ghost Rider went for like, what, seven, eight years? And then they threw it away for almost a decade. Yeah, and then it came back in the nineties. Yeah, where we like Yeah, so. God, yes. Oh man, they like I said, I'm hoping um, after this Doctor Strange sequel that you know Kim Feige will get more into like Werewolf by Night and Moon Ghost Rider and stuff. Yeah. Maybe, maybe yes. Oh yeah, I think th that's rumored as who Keanu Reeves wants to be in the MCU. 
Either that or Silver Surfer. The, uh, I think we should say, because there's still some uh, superhero cartoons that I would love to cover later for maybe comics on Infinite Earths. Right. Excuse me. I'm not feeling too good today, so I apologize. I'm having trouble breathing. Uh, you are correct. He did, did take over on some of the, they did Cat in the Hat. Wait, the Cat? That is that is the Cat in the Hat that everybody knows. Thank God we have this and not that shitty Michael Myers movie, or Mike Myers movie. Oh my God, <laughs> Cat in the Hat would have been much better with Michael Myers. Can you imagine with that mask and just a little bit of fur added to it and just stalking the kids? <laughs> exactly. Scaring them to be good children. <laughs> Uh, the Lorax uh, is fantastic. He also did Dr. Seuss and the Loose. I do not remember that one. No, I don't either. I God. was like, wait a minute. Well, did, Dr. did they actually get, like, you know, draw an animated version of Dr. Seuss being a voice actor and have him go on his crazy adventures that he writes? No, I don't know. Um, okay, so The Bear Who Slept Through Christmas, voiced by Tommy Smothers. Absolutely phenomenal. I love that one. That one I missed out on. Damn it. Um, Halloween is Grinch Night, which is fun. That one I didn't watch either. I just watched uh, Cat in the Hat and the Lorax. Okay, this is weird. The Grinch, okay. Grinches, the Hat, and the Cat. That is a strange title. It is. So I was like, wait a minute. Does he have something personal against the hat? Is it civil forfeiture? <laughs> uh, what is going on here? <laughs> they, did a, they did a few Pink Panther specials. I remember the Olympics and a Pink Christmas because they put that out on disc together. This is... Mm. So in 1980... One, it looks like, is when they shifted over. They did um, two specials, no, three specials for Warner Brothers, Bugs Bunny's Easter special, uh, Bugs Bunny's Looney Tune Christmas Tales, and Daffy Duck's Easter Egg Excitement. And I don't Ooh. think you can find those anywhere. I don't know. Oh, my God, they created the Little Caesars guy? Pizza, pizza, delivery, delivery. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm, so I guess that's the only thing they still got going for them. Uh, and Char still well, they still do Charlie Little Tuna, don't they? Isn't Charlie Tuna around? The psychotic fish that desperately wanted to be put into a can. What a suicidal fish. <laughs> no, no, I haven't seen that. I can't wait to be eaten. Oh. <laughs> That's the most ridiculous thing I have a hood. <laughs> all right, now just put me in a blender and take out all my bones. Okay, so this is interesting. I did not know this. So we discussed this during the Pink Panther. I did not do my research properly enough. They mm -hmm. only did the opening to the original Pink Panther and Revenge of the Pink Panther, which is, I believe, the final uh, Peter Sellers Pink Panther, because after that is when it went off into those weird uh, sequels. Uh, so they subcontracted, subcontract, I can't say the word, subcontracted everything out after that. It was Shot in the Dark, Inspector Clouseau, The Return of Pink Panther, and Pink Panther Strikes Again were all sent out to other companies. And that's why Richard Williams does Return and Strikes Again. Oh, okay. Someday we are going to cover Richard Williams. He didn't do much. He really didn't. But what he did was so special. Of course, he did our favorite, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mm -hmm. But oh uh, I think he's still working on a damn movie. I think there's one that he's had in production. And he's like almost 90. Uh, I got it here. Uh, Thief and the Cobbler. That's the one that's been torturous. I guess he did finish it. That's true. Thief and the Cobbler you have to see. Because there's two different yeah. versions. Thief and the Cobbler and Arabian Nights. And it's very interesting how different the two are. Mm, right. No, because I remember, I remember watching the one with that Matthew Broderick. Yeah, which I believe is Arabian Nights. And that's the Miramax edition. But there is another version. And I would be interested to uh, examine both those back to back and see the difference. Right. 
Exactly. See the comparison, like between the regular cut and the director's cut. That's weird. They did special effects for Star Wars. I didn't know that. Oh, like what? Like the animated movies or the mm-hmm. actual movies themselves? They must have done some animation for the original. They probably did the the lightsabers. Who knows? <laughs> mm, possibly, maybe. They uh they brought huge chunks of Warner Brothers with them. Uh, Holly Pratt is one of their biggest directors. Art Davis was a big director for them. Robert McKimson, who was one of the big guys there. Uh, Gary Shinequa. I can't. I'm not gonna say his name right. All these guys were heavy influence over at Warner Brothers during the 40s and 50s. And thankfully, you know, Chris Freeman was there to grab his guys. Yes, they got a lot less money. A lot less money. But they got to be, they got to step up instead of just being producers or co-writers, whatever. They got to, you know, be directors now and control the cartoon for themselves. Exactly. They were the calling the shots. Anybody that argued with them would learn a very hard lesson. Six feet under. Shut up, the Patty Freeling sent you. Ah, 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 ah. Yes, that's right. Swim with the fishies, you bastards. Swim, swim with that one over there that's kind of suicidal. <laughs> They'll get him first. <laughs> All right, here. Let me get a little taste of them before you send them out. Oh, God, that's good. That's good. That's great for you. So, <laughs> next episode. This one obviously is shorter. Uh, I'm, uh, where are we at? Uh, wow, this is maybe the shortest episode in a year. Rolling, rolling, but I, rolling. But I wanted to cover this. But uh, in 1981, it did sell to Marvel Productions, and just just a general idea of the cartoons that they did. Um, I'm, I'm really happy. We, we, we did cover some of these, but we're going to cover the ones we haven't covered already. So yes, they did Spider-Man, Incredible Hulk, Dungeons and Dragons, G.I. Joe, but here's the ones we've never covered in all these years. Holy Grail of mine is Wolf Rock TV and Meatballs and Spaghetti. Guess what? Someone found episodes of Meatballs and Spaghetti and posted one on YouTube. Yes! We thank you so much, sir, for your <laughs> service. So, Meatballs and Spaghetti and Pandemonium were two that I watched back-to-back. They were on CBS. Both episodes are now available. They're from this company. Um, we have the Muppet Babies, which I cannot believe we've never discussed. We oh are discussing God. Muppet Babies. And I didn't even remember this one at all. Little Muppet Monsters from Jim Henson. Do you remember this? No, I just remember. I fondly remember Muppet Babies. Heck, I even remember like in an episode with Spider-Man was in it, and then it turned out to be Animal, and I guess the suit ripped in half, and the other half of the Muppets fell down. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so that it's interesting because they worked with Sunbow so many times. I almost feel like we have to do two episodes because they did the Super Sunday Show, which I watched all the time, which was Gem and the Holograms, Inhumanoids, Robotics, which oh. we did discuss. So we can toss Robotics off to the side. Bigfoot and the Muscle Machines. Bigfoot and the Muscle Machines? Yeah, a truck with feet. Do you know what the Bigfoot is? Little hands would come out? Like a Tonka truck? Yeah, but it had little hands in it that would come out and grab onto things like claws and it would climb up rocks. I gotta show you the commercial. Yeah, I'm curious now. I have to see. Uh, My Little Pony and Friends. Ugh, that's gonna be a fucking tough one. I'm not sure I'm gonna be able to get through this. But what's interesting about My Little Pony is it had sub cartoons with it. My Glow Friends. Do you remember Glow Worms? Uh, Potato Head Kids. Which, oh, fuck, I don't remember that one at all. No, I don't remember Glow Worms at all or Potato Head Kids. I'm like, whoa, what the hell? Where did uh, these come from? Defenders of the Earth, which is awesome. We have to do yes. that one. Fraggle Rock had a cartoon. Little Wizards, which I've never heard of. Um, little Clowns of Happy Town. I'm going to go ahead and just commit suicide now. Sorry, I'm out. I quit. That sounds scary. 
I don't know. I, I think that might be Tim Burton's favorite cartoon. Right Maybe. Uh, we did we did Dino Riders. We did RoboCop. We have Rude Dog and the Dweebs. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Rude Dog and the Dweebs. Okay, yeah, no, I have to look into that. And I think we covered everything else that they, oh no no we didn't. Some of these we won't do obviously because it'll be like a four hour episode. We can divide this up because there's one called Kid and Play. Kid and Play had their own cartoon, but I feel like there's a whole episode we could do just around celebrity cartoons. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, dude, we, we did discuss, like, that. Uh, remember when we discussed MC Hammer's uh, cartoon? Yeah, but we Along barely we barely discussed it. We did it. We did Hammer Man, me and Tony, when uh, we did the uh, What the Fuck cartoons, the craziest oh, cartoons God. of all time. But you and I have not covered it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to have to do some really deep digging to find this cartoon. Good Space Lord. Cats? I've never even heard of that. Space Cats? No idea. Huh. I didn't know that they did... Okay, so they did the original pilot for X-Men called Pride of the X-Men. Well, that makes sense. I just, for some reason, I thought they licensed that out to someone else before they shut down. Are we talking about the early 90s animated series X-Men? Uh, well, this is in 1989. Oh, wow. This is, yeah, three years before. Damn. So we have a lot for our next episode. So we're, we'll discuss it, um, which ones we want to take... You know, like divide it up because there's no way we could possibly discuss that huge list I discussed. We could maybe do like the first half of the 80s, like, you know, Meatball Spaghetti, Pandemonium, Muppet Babies, uh, and maybe the Super Sunday. But after that, we got that's way too many for one. Ooh, fuck. That's like a four. I'll figure it out, kids, before I have it over. It's a mouthful. I don't know what to do. I'm looking to go. Two, goddammit. Two. All right, all right. Two. All right, all right, all right, all right. Good. There we go. Don't forget to swallow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, kids. Uh, that is that's it for Back in Tunes, our shortest episode in ages. Um, uh, we padded that one too. <laughs> we clearly padded that one. That was pathetic. <laughs> All right, Jacob. Oh, not padded. It's padded, like my, padded. it's padded like my pectoral muscles. I'm so impressive. <laughs> a little bit, uh, yeah, uh, just a little bit like the Shazam outfit. Yeah, I guess. I gotta watch that. that. Um, hey, kids. Oh. So, speaking of, you know, we, we talk about comic books all the time. We also have another podcast called Comics on Infinite Earths that is returning for, uh, I don't know, whatever, on season four? I can't remember. It's like episode 61. Uh, so we had a whole new season of that coming up after Back in Tunes, and uh, we're launching our first one with, uh, we're talking about the Titans uh, uh, first season, maybe the only season, because I don't know what the hell's going on over at DC Universe. Oh, no, 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 season two is uh, actually coming out next month. Is it again? Okay, okay, cool. Is it in my Yeah, game? there's a trailer for it. Yeah, no, there's a trailer for it. Yeah, no, it's it's still in production. So is, um, like the Stargirls, uh, show is coming out. That's right. I guess I have a little bit more, but I'm a little concerned. Uh, but that'll be our next episode. I'm going to get him to read some significant issues of, uh, the new Teen Titans. And, um, maybe I'll watch a couple episodes of Cartoon, even though I'm a little afraid, because Teen Titan Go looks like not my bag. No, it isn't. It definitely is. What's the the other Teen Titans? That one's actually pretty I'm confused, because there's... There's Young Justice, there's Teen Titans Go. Why am I yelling at you? You're right there. Jeez, sorry. <laughs> well, yeah. Don't worry, I can hear you loud and clear. Um, what, what's but, the one um, after that? Because is there two Teen Titans cartoons? Yes, there is. There was one that was like, I think, 2002 or 2003. Um, I mean, yeah, it had like its little jokey moments, but overall it did have some heart. Okay. 
I gotta find that one because I don't know what that is. That's where Ron Perlman was a slave. Okay, cool. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was Deathstroke. It was pretty awesome. I was like, why, why is this voice so familiar? Then I realized, it's fucking Ron Perlman! <laughs> okay, everybody. Check us out on Facebook under Back in Tunes and on Retro Rocket Entertainment over at Twitter. And uh, um, I guess be excellent to each other and you uh, send us out. All right. Namaste. Good luck, my friends. Have a good night. Be sure to tip your waiter or waitress. Fly me to the moon. Let me swing upon the stars. Tip your waitress tonight at your local bars. And anyway, <laughs> we should go. I'll stop now. That was terrible. <laughs>